Let's welcome in uh, David Shelton here to uh, Sports Talk on this Friday night at South Carolina State University for the state championship football games. We've got two in the books and three to go. We welcome in David Shelton from the High School Sports Report and the Charleston Post and Courier. All right, David, I guess because last night's game was so good, we were paid back this afternoon by a real stinker. Not that uh, Christ Church deserves a lot of credit for going out and playing a great football, but this was truly a mismatch from the first five minutes of the ball game. And, you know, you don't want to see that in state championship games, but it does happen. Yeah, it just started so bad for Johnsonville. I mean, they're, they're a better team than they showed today. But, but when you when you fumble on your first play and then they score on their second play and then when you punt the ball, they score on their first play, uh, I think they ran three or four plays and had 20 points. So, uh, And they only ran, uh, I think Johnsonville ran almost double the amount of plays today. But, but – Christ Church just hit some big plays and, and punt returns and long runs, screen passes for 60 yards. I mean, it, Johnsonville is not built that way to come from behind. Um, you know, they like to run the football and, and mix in some pass, but they got they got so to say, you know, behind the change, so to speak, and uh, and it, it just got away from. Them. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, that's a really good team and a well coached team. And when you have speed, and you have speed at running back, you have a major college talent at running back, uh, you have quarterbacks who can throw. I didn't think Johnsonville's defensive effort many times was really good. I mean, a lot of missed tackles. I thought I saw a lot of give up on defense out there in some cases, just not running guys down and things like that. I don't know. Did you see some of that? What did you see? Could could have been in the second half. It could have been in the second half uh, when they hit those, those big plays. Um, you know, they, they didn't tackle very well. But you, you got to understand what, what Christ Church does offensively. Johnsonville um, doesn't see a lot of that in the PD. Uh, in Class A in the PD, it, there's not a lot of what John, what, what uh, Christ Church does with, uh, as you mentioned, the Division One running back, but then a lot of guys on the perimeter. I mean, the player of the game was five foot eight, 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's not like they, they were loaded with with size all over the place and Christ Church's all their offensive linemen also play defensive line. They had twenty seven guys there today. Uh, you know, so when we talk about them going to three A next year with twenty seven guys, yeah, it'll be different. But I don't know that that will be fair either. I mean, name me a three A school right now that's got twenty seven guys on their varsity football roster. I'll wait. And I'll, you can get back to me in two thousand thirty because it ain't it don't happen. So um, there's, there's definitely going to be a, a change for them. But, uh, I mean, they were the best team in Class A this year. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. All right. And so last night we saw a dandy, Oceanside and Gray, and this one went right down to the last possession. Oceanside scored late. Gray comes down the field, but they couldn't get past the 24-yard line. And so Oceanside comes away with the championship. And, you know, you look at that and it's like, okay, well, two charter schools, so they basically should be on the same level. And it kind of turned out that way. They were on the same level, and they played a game right to the final seconds. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, Oceanside, I mean, it surprised, I picked Gray to win the game. And, and Oceanside uh, surprised me with what they were able to do in the throwing game. And I was also surprised by the 
lack of adjustment on Gray defensively. I mean, they never they never made an adjustment in the secondary, and that little freshman quarterback just picked them apart. And this is a great team that beat the pants off of Christ Church and beat Camden. I think they beat Camden three years in a row. But I know they beat them this year, and Camden's playing in three A title games. So I, I, I'm not sure if that's Gray. If Gray was just stubborn, or Maybe they didn't feel like they could come out of that zone, but, I mean, Oceanside picked them apart all night long. I mean, on fourth down and six, they were going to try a field goal, which, you know, was less than a 50-50 chance. They decided to go for it and picked them again and, and got down to the one-yard line and scored a winning touchdown. Um, so I was, I was uh, impressed by what Oceanside did offensively. And, you know, now Gray, Gray had ten sacks. So when they could get that defensive line, which is really good, and those linebackers, when they could get to the quarterback, I mean, they, they planted him in the turf a couple times. But when they didn't get to him, they couldn't cover, and, and he picked them apart. Which takes us to tonight's game, the 5A championship game here at the Dawson Stadium, Willie Jeffries Field at South Carolina State. You got a couple of region rivals, backyard rivals. You got one – school led by the Hall of Fame coach with multiple championships going up against one of his former assistants trying to win a first championship at a school. So a lot of intrigue here. And what do you think, what are the keys between Dutch Fork and White Knoll tonight kicking off at 8 o'clock? I mean, talking with guys like Lou Bajak and Chris Deere, you know, we, we were talking during the Christchurch game and, and I mean, we all pretty much said if anybody, the first one to 20 is going to win this game, it's going to be a defensive battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now both teams may pull out a trick or two offensively that they've been holding. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see, you know, Tom Knox do that. But these are two defensive-minded teams with do just enough on offense to, to win the game. So, really, I mean, a couple of touchdowns and a field goal or, you know, the first game was 17-14. So I, I kind of expect, uh, with a few adjustments, I, I still think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Well, before we let you go, we have got to have, of course, a Sheldon Says on the 5A championship game so we kind of know where to put our money when we call Vegas here in just a little bit. What you got? Well, well, I did this last night. but We'll do it again. Uh, well, it's Dutch Fork, and I've been picking Dutch Fork since October since when they October. were two and five, <laughs> and uh, and and you know, but I, I, you know, I mean, White Knoll is certainly more than capable of winning this game. It would not be an upset. It would not be an upset if Dutch Fork won the game. I think they're that evenly matched. It's going to come down to that, you know, that bugaboo turnovers, uh, kick return, punt return, special team type thing because both defenses are going to kind of dictate the play. So I'm going to go Dutch Fork, and I'm going to go, you know, like a 2017-type game. Which side's going to dominate from a crowd standpoint? Who's going to bring the biggest numbers? Well, I, I have never been totally impressed with Dutch Fork's attendance at state finals. Um, I think their fans are kind of spoiled, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's the threat of rain, so they can watch it on TV. But I think White Knoll will win the uh, attendance battle tonight. I think those everybody in Red Bank is going to be there. They're going to be fired up and excited about the team. Everybody in Red Bank coming 
to Orangeburg. All right, David, uh, you're heading down I-26, so everybody listening, get out of David's way because he's got to get home for dinner and then get ready for the ball game. Then back with us at 10.05 tonight. Look forward to it. Thanks, David. Okay, man. Thank you very much. David Shelton in the Shelton Mobile heading down to uh, the low country. We'll be back after the break here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to have the governor and the attorney general. It's time for picks. Be back in a moment. 